well, I mean, it's, I don't even know where to start, honestly. Yeah, I know, Like, it's right? such a, you know, this year in its amazement has, uh, you know, kind of gone through a list of people that I know that we've, and, and I know that we've looked to, you know, that has inspired us, that has, you know, print, you guys talked about Prince on um, Sister Show, um, Saucy Riffs, when he passed, um, you know, at the earlier this year when David Bowie passed, it's been a, and, and, and not to discredit anyone in between, obviously, but it's just been a, a heck of a year. And right now, it seems to hit harder than most, especially at the end of the year. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I have kind of felt this way and I've kind of feeling this way on when I'm on Twitter and Facebook and, you know, in my social circles and checking out Reddit too, is like people are just kind of like trying to just fast forward to the end of the year. And it's just like, can we get past 2016 and make it be over? Um, and it's not, you know, it's not about just the year being itself. I think there's just a mark of completion, but you know, at the end of the year, when, when we lose someone like Carrie and then her mom, yeah, like that's, it's, um, it's a hit and it's a hit for our community specifically, you know, you know, it's, it's not just her work and it's, a lot of it is because of her work in, you know, star Wars. And it's a lot of her work that she's been doing, um, uh, in her, in her career, um, and then for me, me personally, um, her work and her advocacy for mental health, like that's, it's something that hits very close to home. And I don't know, man, it's, it's a, it's tough. It's a tough time. And it's a, and I can't even imagine it for just a fan, just being in this position behind a microphone, you know, like a, like a dummy, I, you know, as a fan, I feel the shockwaves of this and I can't even imagine what you know those her her daughter feels you know and her their family feels and I don't it's I don't know man I'm rambling at this point it's it's tough it it is tough uh you know we <clears throat> got the news you know earlier this week that you know Carrie Fisher had passed away and you know she was uh on the flight from London to Los Angeles uh when she had a heart attack and, you know, was taken to uh, the hospital. Right. And, you know, I remember, you know, hearing that news and you see that and you're like, oh, OK, OK. But there's this air of positivity because, I mean, you know, oftentimes, you know, when someone has a heart attack, um, you know, you, you think the worst. And you're like, oof, you know, yeah. um, you know, but she she had had the heart attack and. You heard that she was in the hospital and then the following mm-hmm. day you heard that she was, you know, even though she was still in ICU, that she was stabilized. And so it's like, you know, OK, woof, you know, wow, dodge, woof, dodge a dodge bullet, a, right? Yeah, exactly yeah, right. right. Yeah, like, dodge woof, the bullet. You know? yeah. And, you know, you're concerned and, you know, thoughts and, and prayers and, and good feelings, you know, going out to to carry. And then, you know, I think it was uh, uh, Monday. The 27th, yeah. On 27th, oh, excuse me, Tuesday, the 27th. You know, there goes the CNN notification. You know, yeah. Carrie Fisher has passed away at the age of 60. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to get too uh, super emotional here. Um, but, you know, I read that and it was, 
it was one of those things, you know, look at and you, you see it on the phone and, and I don't want to be like melodramatic here. Sure. Um, but I, I, you know, you read it and, and I was like, what? And then you read it again and you're like, what? No, no. Right. Cause 2016 has not always have been, there's been a lot of awesome things that happened in 2016. Sure. Okay. Let's, let's not just paint a picture because, you know, we lost, you know, folks and, and we're not making light of that. I'll get back to Carrie here in a second, but a lot of really awesome things happened in 2016. But one of the things that was very prevalent, and this isn't a politics show, so we're not going to go in that direction. But one of the things that was very prevalent was fake, quote unquote, fake news. And people being right. swayed by fake news, right? Because everything you read on the Internet is true, right? Something that I had to that I had to explain to my son this week. I said, you mm. know, I was like, James, I said, not everything you read on the Internet is true. I said, in, in fact, if there's anything that you need to fact check, <laughs> It's the internet. It's something that you read on the internet. Right. And so my first thought was, oh my gosh, who is the ding dong who is yeah. starting this? Right. Right. There's some troll out there that's just going to get his kicks off of. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Forward. People, people get a, get a real hoot over this one. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I go to the reputable sources, you know, CNN, Associated Press places like that. And you know, there it is. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I am not afraid to admit at all. Uh, I was at work when this happened. Uh, I cried. Yeah. And, and here's the reason why I did is that yes, Carrie Fisher played a fictional character, princess Leia Organa. Right. She was an epically huge part of my childhood. Yeah. And, Previous show, you know, we talked about that I am I am a Star Wars fanboy. Right. And Princess Leia was and still is a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that she's not a real a real person. Right. She was an actress who played right. Princess yeah. Leia. But she I mean of and of a lot I don't hate to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. That's fine. No, 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 go ahead. But of of a lot of people, the embodiment of that character and the love of the fans of that of that series um, emanated with her through her entire life. And she did not, um, at least from my perspective, didn't kick at the fans to get them, you know, let me be something else. Let me, you know, let me carry on with my career, but instead embraced, you know, embraced the character, embraced who she was with that character and was still a successful actress beyond being princess Leia. But she, well, she embraced it too. I mean, it wasn't she, just like a just yeah. a, just a throwaway for her. She really she embraced had a famous. It. Well, she had a famous quote that she said. You know, very half during. I believe it was the roast of George Lucas several 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 years ago. And fact check me if if I'm wrong, but I, I know the quote is correct. Basically, she said in a very half joking, half serious way, George Lucas ruined my life forever. Oh. And the, during the roast of Roseanne, I know she was a roaster for that. It could be. It could be. And where uh, over time, very kind of similar to Leonard Nimoy in yeah. that he really wanted to fight against the Spock character for a long time. Yeah. And then he got to the point where he's like, you know, because he, he, he actually wrote two books. He wrote one book that was called I Am Leonard Nimoy. Then he wrote one several years later called I Am Spock. <laughs> where he was like this is cool yeah this is cool right 
I am Leonard Nimoy. And you've got a generation of people that just for love you forever. Yes. And I think Carrie Fisher is very similar where she kind of reached a point where she's like, I am Carrie Fisher. I am also Princess Leia. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, her, her own personality embodied the character Princess Leia. Yeah. And if you have, you know, the, the Blu-ray editions or DVD editions of the original trilogy, uh, they include uh, auditions. And one thing that I really appreciate the way George Lucas looks to cast his films is he looks for chemistry. Now, couple couple misses with the prequels but that's okay uh but pretty much kind of hitting the nail on the head with the original trilogy and when you look at the laundry list of actresses who auditioned for the role of princess leia i mean jodie foster was one jodie foster is hands down one, one of the best actresses of the modern age she's incredible but yet she didn't get the part of princess leia you know, sure. carrie fisher did yeah and it was all based upon her personality, mm-hmm. what she embodied with the character and how well she worked with her co-stars. Yeah. And, you know, I remember, you know, four year old John watching Star Wars before it was <laughs> called A New Hope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Vader boards the, the Tantive Four, which is, you know, Leia's ship. And she defends herself. Yeah. She she hides from the stormtroopers, but she defends herself when she has to. She showed no fear. Uh, she's not running. For, yeah, she's not running for the nearest dude to to save her. Nope, nope. She showed no fear. Uh, yeah. You know when when she was brought before Vader on her ship, and you know she tries to lie to him. If you've seen Rogue One, he doesn't buy the lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know when you when you get to the Death Star rescue, you know I mean you yeah. know she's you know she asks Luke, "Who are you?" Oh, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you, and. You know, I'm here with Obi-Wan Kenobi and she just kind of dismisses the whole I'm here to rescue you thing and like charges out the door in front of him. Well, doesn't she make fun of him? She well, she makes fun. Aren't you a little short for a yeah. first? Aren't you a little short for right? me a stormtrooper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she holds her own in the in the corridor. She's oh, got yeah. her own blaster. Yeah. Uh, she she finds the escape route uh, for them to get out. Yeah. She throws Han under the bus when she sees the Millennium Falcon. She's like that. You know, this that hunk of junk. <laughs> She was this feisty, you know, princess who wasn't like, oh, someone come and save me. She was on the front lines right there with them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the character that George Lucas created. Right. right. We they'd seen enough damsels in distress. Yeah. Uh, that's the trope that's still played out to this day. Oh, brother. Like, it's, it's, it's awesome to nauseam. see. Yeah. And it's awesome to see. Even, you know, back in back in <laughs> when this was released the uh, advancement that has been made today, the progression, I guess I should say that is today, you know, our today's world where there is a, there is a high focus on making sure diversity is key. Um, Mm -hmm. We, you know, we got a good picture of that in, in a new hope. Uh, And with, with, you know, with princess Leia and and Leia Organa, that character. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was awesome. And there is so much of, of Carrie's just, you know, personality that is just, you know, poured into that character. And, you know, she just didn't remain, uh, you know, by the time you get to Empire Strikes Back, you know, you start to see, you know, towards the end of that film, a a softer side when she, you know, proclaims her love to Han Solo and, and, uh, you know, famous line, of course, you know, I love you. I know. 
Um, <laughs> great ad lib line by by Harrison Ford. And and you know, and then even when you get to Return of the Jedi, you know, I think some people you know looked at that and and you know she had a hard time with the with the bikini, the gold bikini scene. Right. She's kind of like, yeah. you know, wow, this seems you know out of character for this character. Uh, but she's the one who kills Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. She chokes him to death. Yeah, she kills Jabba. Like, she kills Jabba. Not, right? not not any of the boys, not the boys club. No, no. Uh, you know, she gets shot in Return of the Jedi. That's right, she does. Yeah. Uh, she gets shot. Uh, she, uh, you know, is covering for R2 and Han as they're, you know, you know, fumbling about trying to hotwire the, yeah. the, the bunker. She's the one, um, she's the one covering them. Yeah, and and even in in a, in a moment of quote unquote weakness that you see in Empire, uh, you know when when um, Han Solo you know tells Chewbacca that the princess is now his responsibility, transferring the life debt yep. from himself to Leia. Yeah, uh, which you know uh, every Star Wars nerd knows this. That life debt now covers Han and it covers Leia and it would cover their right. children. Yeah. That's why you see Chewbacca's response to Kylo in Force Awakens because he's torn because the life debt is also on Kylo yeah. as well, too. Yeah. So he's a character that's torn in, in the yeah. Force Awakens. Um, yeah. Kind of di- kind of diverge a little bit there, but. Um, you know, you see her, her quote unquote moment of weakness, you know, when, when Han gets frozen, Carrie's acting there. She very easily could have just been like, Oh, you know, weeping and crying. And, you know, she, she gets closer to Chewie, you know, and he, and Chewie kind of, you know, does that protection, but, you know, she shoots Vader this look like you're going to pay for this. Yeah. Uh, the rage that she demonstrated, you know, know, trying to, you know, chase down Fett. Uh, Lando has to pull her away. I mean, she's just gunning down stormtroopers like one right after the other. Yep. And Lando has to pull her away uh, so they could get away. And then, you know, you jump to Return of the Jedi, slave Leia, she kills Jabba. And even a quote unquote moment of weakness there when Luke reveals that they're brother and sister and that Vader is their father. Yeah. Uh, you know, and she, you know, kind of pushes Han away, but then you know, he comes back, I'm sorry. And, you know, and then she just, you know, she tells him, just hold me. It wasn't like this. Oh, I'm such a weak woman. Hold me. Well, the character's uh, been was, set up by that point too. Yeah. You know, you, you're not losing anything by having a, a, a moment. And I don't, and it's not really, I wouldn't consider a moment of weakness. It's just a moment of emotion. And yeah. it's in, as humans, you know, we walk around mm-hmm. with a varying degree of emotions. A lot of those yeah. are, uh, you know, I'll uh, walk on my lawn when, when I'm, when I told you to stay off of it, um, there's that level of John and Ryan. And then there's get, off the, my yard. get out of my yard. There is, you know, and yeah. I know, you know, we've both They're had kicking we, my rocks. We've both had issues <laughs> with, with neighbors galore in our past. Oh, and yeah. when, you know, and, and when the protection comes out, it does. And then when we're with our loved ones and I'm with my wife and you're with your wife, like there's those moments of, 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 of intimacy and love and yeah. it's, it's displayed in the same way. I don't, you know, I wouldn't say it's a moment of weakness. I just think it's a human moment. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. And, you know, she, she, um, you know, you, you fast forward to, you know, force awakens. Yeah. Uh, she's now general Leia. Uh, she is viewed by the new Republic as a warmonger, yeah. as someone who, you know, refuses to let go of war as someone who refuses to let go of, of conflict. 
Right. Uh, yeah. But yet she's also carries that wisdom of of knowing that, you know, this evil, the, the First yeah. Order and Snoke and her own son, Kylo, uh, are not to be trusted, that they're up right. to no good. Right. Yeah. And that, you know, you have to be ready. You have to be smart. And I know you haven't seen Rogue One yet. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, but... Um, well, maybe I'm I'm, uh, I'm late to the game at this point. Like we got to okay. talk about what we got to talk about. Ba- Bail <laughs> Organ- I just j- can't j- contribute yeah. to the conversation. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they they get the Death Star plans to the rebels, Ryan. Uh, Wait, what? And then the Hang de- on. Yeah, and then the Death Star. You didn't is say eventually- it'd be that big of a spoiler. <laughs> and then the Death Star eventually gets ball blown up. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Smith reprises his role as Bail Organa. Very cool to see him in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, towards the end of the film, uh, he is preparing to go to Alderaan because some of the the political backstory that you see talked about in A New Hope where, you know, the Senate, the dissolution of the Senate, the bureaucracy and things like that are are already in motion. And the Senate is trying to decide, do we side with this rebellion? And, And so... Um, while not as politically heavy handed as as the the prequels were, because you kind of yeah. get bogged down in some of the political stuff, you're like, Ugh. you know, you just, <laughs> George is kind of just you know dragging us through this political um, what? you know mud mud storm. We're watching space CN with <laughs> CN or not CNN, but uh, uh, um, what is that court channel? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's like C-SPAN. Just, just C-SPAN. Like political, That's yeah, it's just yeah. space. C-SPAN, Space C-SPAN for right? two hours. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bales, you know, says that he is uh, going to be returning to Alderaan and that, uh, you know, he will take possession of the plans. Yeah. And um, I, I can't remember the line verbatim. So so forgive me. But, you know, uh, Mon Mothma asks him, she's like, well, you know, who do you entrust? And he said, there is no one I trust implicitly more than her. Yeah. And he's speaking of, obviously, of, of Leia. Right. His adopted daughter. And uh, so even, you know, obviously Rogue One is leading right up to A New Hope, but but Leia's, like, integrity, her ethics, her strength, and, uh, you know, you see her in, yeah. Rogue One, in Rogue One. You see her. Um, it's actually her, Carrie Fisher's daughter, uh, digitally kind of touched up to look a little bit like uh, Leia, you know, younger Leia. But that that was the reason why George picked Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Is that, you know, looks aside. And, and it's, I think the, the most disgusting thing that I've just seen people like just react. And especially like when Force Awakens came out last year. People were like, oh, you know, Carrie doesn't look anything like she did. Well. Yeah, you know, neither does Harrison Ford, right? I mean, neither does, you know, Mark Hamill. I mean, they are older. Well, the thing is, man, like the people who are going to really focus in on that, um, you know, let's 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 go back 20 years on on your hot bod too, buddy. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Being a keyboard warrior for to, the past, you know, 20 yeah. years has not probably not done you well either. To quote Metallica, time marches on. <laughs> It's the only thing you and can't stop. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's right. But I mean, that's the thing. And, and, and to be honest with you, that's kind of surprising. And I don't know. I, I guess I try to, uh, I guess, actively dodge a lot of that bull crap when I see that stuff pop up. You mentioned it, you know, a couple episodes ago on, um, you know, talking about um, a lot of Masterson's 
um, return to walking dead. Um, Oh yeah. And how she had just had a baby and, and Lauren and I watched that episode together and we were like, no problems from this side of the room. Like, I don't, like you I just didn't to, get it. You like, have no to suspend. Well, you have to suspend the disbelief. Yes, you you can look at her and tell from from the previous season she's heavier. Okay, she just had a baby. Like, but, but at that's the why same we, time, like I'm not. But that's why we suspend our so, disbelief and we just like whatever. And that was a great episode, wasn't it? The, it was great. It was a great episode. Oh my god! It was a great I, yeah, I I I didn't even I didn't even see that episode coming. And yeah. and what 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 a great just standalone episode for for Tara yeah and you know wherever she happens to go right. um in the show who knows we don't know but um yeah and and so the same thing happened with Carrie and and, and yeah didn't didn't understand you know and, and I'm going to be very transparent here okay Carrie Fisher was easily one of my first crushes yeah beautiful beautiful young lady um. And, you know, when you're four, you, it doesn't really resonate so much. Right. Yeah. But by the time, you know, Empire Strikes Back rolls around, you're a little bit older. And then by the time Return of the Jedi comes around, you know, I'm 11, you know, <laughs> 10 and a half, 11. You're just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, you know, <clears throat> the puberty thing sets in and you're taking more notice and you're like, oh, this Princess Leia is kind of. <laughs> She's a good-looking lady. Hello, right? <laughs> but yet still, that wasn't the intent. I mean, obviously, George, you know, uh, wanted uh, a female who was attractive, was pretty, was, sure. uh, you know. It's still Hollywood. It's still the movies. It's still the movies, right? And But yet he still wanted that strong, was going to, quote-unquote, stand right there with the fellas. Yeah. And and go toe to toe. And I just remember, too, as a kid, you know, you had all these Star Wars toys. Right. Right. And it was probably one of the few instances as a boy you had to have Princess Leia. And it was totally cool if you were playing with Princess Leia action figures. Oh, yeah. Because she was a badass. And everybody liked (laughs) Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I remember, you know, after Return of the Jedi uh, had come out. And, you know, uh, you find out that Luke and Leia are brother and sister. And so, you know, you're playing with your toys and your action figures after that. And you're like continuing the story. Right. Right. Yeah. And putting like lightsabers in Leia's hand. And you're just like, she's going to she's a Jedi now, you know, yeah, and man, all this really cool stuff. Um yeah, it just it was it was totally OK for, you know, and we're not trying to be like, you know, sexist or politically correct here. But it was it was OK if you were a boy to have, you know, to pick is you're picking your Star Wars toys with your sure. friends. Right. Someone's like, oh, I've got this, Luke. OK, I'm going to pick pick C-3PO. OK, I'm going to pick, you know, Greedo. OK, I'm taking Princess Leia. You know, nobody was like Princess Leia. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and like instant scorn, you know, yeah. was heaped upon you uh, for for taking Leia. <laughs> And uh, I remember, you know, when we saw Force Awakens uh, last year, uh, James and I saw it together uh, the first time. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're we're sitting there watching it and uh, saw it with a great crowd. And, you know, you're you're waiting and you're waiting for Leia. It's like, when is she going to show up? Yeah, right. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, when um, Han and, and Finn are, are rescued at, at um, you know, Maz's uh, cantina. Right. And you're like, this is it. This is it. And the, the, the landing ship, you know, hits the ground. Yeah. And it opens and there's the, 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 the steam and everything's decompressing and out walks Leia. Uh, I remember the group we were with, it was almost a standing ovation. I mean, it was just like, everyone's yeah. like, Woo! and like <laughs> clapping and just, um, it was awesome. You know, it's like Leia is back. You know, yeah, you, you, are, you got are... you got yeah, you got Han Solo very early in the film, sure. about you know, 20, 25 minutes into the film, it's Han great. and Chewie show up. But they really give you that slow burn, you know, with Leia. Leia. And then the epically slow burn with, you know, Luke. Luke. <laughs> you know? Yeah, with Luke, yeah. But, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. That, but that scene where where Carrie and and I say Carrie, but I mean where where Leia and Han meet, you know, for the first time in years. It's yeah. It's still. It was she. It, she again. Like no. It's a I, great, you can't imagine anyone else standing no. in that spot. You can't imagine. Um, and she looked great for the role too. Like oh, I know she did yeah. lose some weight. I know she did. You know they tried to, to yeah. but she looked fantastic anyway. She looked. She looked her age and she looked her role. She looked. Yeah, like and that's the thing I too. How I think Leia would look at that mm-hmm. age. She didn't look yeah. inappropriate for that age at all. It was no. It was perfect. It was exactly no. who she needed to be. She was grown. She was a general. She's you know she's. You're kicking ass like I, you know she's yeah still she's still kicking ass but also <laughs> war but but war weary at the same time yeah like just like i'm tired of this yeah but we it we it, it the the battle continues and yeah. then you know as you know you can obviously start to connect the dots with kylo you know at this point right, right. that kylo yeah. is is more than likely leia and, right. and han's uh son even though it isn't overtly you know said then just you know some of the things that kylo yeah. says like when he when he hears about the freighter you know that that ray escapes in there's sort of that you know he's connecting the dots that it's yeah. it's the millennium falcon yeah and so but yeah just that moment where she walks on the screen uh for me and you know the the end you know too when you see luke I I love that, you know, just Jedi Master Luke. Talk about war weary. He just has that look on his face like I'm I'm being pulled back into something that I'm desperately trying to get away from. Yep. You know, um but but you know, Leia walking onto the screen, uh, Ryan for me, that was like that's when I was like, Star Wars is back. Yeah, man. Star Wars is back. Han is awesome, Chewie's awesome. Dude, I had the biggest smile on my face, oh, yeah. you know, like when when Ray, you know, they when her and Finn are escaping the TIE fighters on Jakku, you know, and Finn says, well, what about that? And she's like, not that one. It's garbage. I love the way she says that. It's garbage. <laughs> I leaned over to to uh, James. And I said, the Millennium Falcon. You know, I'm just kind of like guessing. I'm <laughs> yeah. guessing. I'm like, what else would it be? Right. right. Yeah. Uh, and then they run towards it yep. and you, and it, you see it's the Falcon, right? Yeah. And you're just like, Oh my God. You know? And then they fire it up. And it's all, and it just does that roar. That, and you're like, yeah, Dude. That, that rumble that it had. And the, then those, yeah, and of just, course like the blasters and the retro yes. futurism, like that yeah, was, man. you know, the old, the old technology, like, you know, well, like you'd see an alien, like you see in a lot of movies that were made in the seventies. Like yeah. that we're not, you know, it's, it's CRTs and the cathode, you know, cathode <laughs> ray tube phosph- television. Green phosphorus yeah. screens. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's still that, which is cute and fun and it is what it is. But I loved seeing the blaster interface again. 
Um, um, and just that the two, two squares, the sound the, of yeah, you know, like and lighting the, up the two squares with the, the ship sounds in the of the cannons, so just you know, just like these heavy it turbo was, lasers. You know, it's just perfect. It was yeah, just right? perfect. And then you're so, right, man. Like when we saw the heroes come in, right? You know, we saw the we saw Han come in, we saw Chewie come in, and of course, like dude, I don't know how many times I got choked up in the trailer when you hear when you hear Harrison Ford deliver, like you know, we're home, like uh, so good, and. It, <laughs> and then of but, course but, like, you, know, you know i was with you man like watching leia yeah, walk man. on the screen perfect that's when Just star perfect. wars it, it was star wars yeah it was star wars and, and, and you know that luke was eventually going to make his way on screen and, and we don't want to you know downplay the the small role he had uh don't worry <laughs> fans he he will have a bigger role in episode eight i'm sure um, i'm sure he'll say i'm sure yeah. he'll, he'll have a line <laughs> uh i'm i'm very much looking forward to seeing jedi master luke open yeah, up a can of whoop um, yeah, i think dude. that's going to be very fun to watch it's going to be cool um yeah man uh and so i think yeah, they you know, finished and not to downplay anything but i think they no. even did finish her parts for that as well yeah i did you know, read it, that that episode eight was episode complete eight is done for her yeah. and so mm-hmm. that will be released obviously post hum um uh, um, I just lost the word. Posthumously. Yeah. That. I know. It's um, a tough word. It's a tough word. Yeah. But, but yeah. It, and, it, you know, it, and we don't want to, yeah. it's not that like, Oh, thank God. No, you know? it's, it's yeah, not no. about that. It's, it's yeah. just, you know, we, at the end of the day, like there's, there's an additional thing you want to remember someone by. And especially if they've made such an impact on your life, that's the way, and that's not the way you technically remember them, but that is in those moments Mm-hmm. that's where that that's where that relationship exists for fans of her yeah. and you know in the and not to spend all of our time on star wars but that's where she was in and that's where we loved her from and well and that's you know i mean she she she's an amazing uh author she yeah. has wrote several books that i recommend she she's got a wit on her that is just biting i mean it's oh yeah she had a sharp wit uh, she wrote a number of screenplays and, you know, Star Wars movies were not the only other movies that she was in. She was in a tremendous amount of other of movies, hmm. nothing um, to the point where it achieved that notoriety yeah. as Princess Leia. And I think that's why over time she may have tried to distance herself from that, sure. but then was like, you know what? That's a huge part of who I am. So and, and yeah. You know, Harrison Ford tried to run away from it for a long time. I mean, he would go like along that way. He just didn't want to talk Star Wars yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, but he and, he also did movie after movie after that. He did, you know, he kind of wrapped um, himself into one, like he ended one franchise as one main huge character, right? Right, right to Indiana Jones. One. Yeah. And so, right. Dude, it's, he's, he's made but, it very but even, hard. But even he circled around was yeah. like, you know what? This was, you know, and, and finally admitting yeah. that if it wasn't for this movie called Star Wars, yeah, man. he probably would not have achieved the, yeah. the success that he ultimately achieved. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like you said, it, it's not just being about just, you know, a Star Wars podcast for the second week in a row, but as, as nerds and fanboys and yeah. You know, she she was a huge part of of all of that. Yeah. And yes, you know, she was able to finish her her parts in, in episode eight. We don't know what it's called yet. And that's all right. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they decide to do with with episode nine. Sure. Um, but I'm sure that's not on the forefront of. No, Disney's and it shouldn't be, right now. you know, it's no, not, it shouldn't. And it's not going to be, it's not really for us either. It's just, it's no. just as we think about her legacy and as we think about her, 
you know, impact, um, again, where she landed in our life. Like those are the things that, that come up for us. I, I do want to say though, the two, the two things that I enjoyed her in the most beyond star Wars or that I should say three things, uh, two are entertainment based. Um, mm-hmm. the one movie that she was in that was one of my favorite movies, um, called the burbs, um, yep. with Tom yep. Hanks and she plays Tom Hanks wife, uh, Carol Peterson, Carol Peterson, who knocks yep. him around a little bit, tries to get him to yep. go on vacation. If you haven't seen yep. the burbs, I think it's still on Netflix if you have Netflix. Um, but that is one of my favorite all time movies. Uh, uh-huh. I, I don't know how many times that was on like TBS, like back in the day, constantly. Like, yeah, and yeah. we, my dad and I would just, I, I think my mom watched it just for, you know, just to humor us. But my uh-huh. dad and I watched that back to back if we could, like it was such a fun movie. Um, uh, and she, then, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I so, you had a couple more. Yeah. And then, um, the next thing that I absolutely loved her in was an episode of 30 rock, um, mm, where she yes. played, uh, Liz, where it was essentially like Liz Lemon's future self. Uh, yes. if Liz Lemon didn't get her life together. And, That's you know, right. Had like she was in a, she was in a few episodes, right? I think Wasn't it was just, she, one, she it was just, just one. one. It was called Rosemary's was Baby. And, oh, that's right. That's uh, right. It was awesome. She ends up <laughs> saying, good. "Liz Lemon, you're my only hope." Like that's she gives right. that line. It was yes. such a fun episode, and that's good. I forgot about that. I one. knew Tina Fey. Obviously, Tina Fey is a huge nerd. Um, oh, being being that close being to one of her with Carrie idols, Fisher, yeah, like that was absolutely phenomenal. And of course, the third thing that I. Um, that I respect her and not to, you know, again, like with Debbie Reynolds, um, coming back to back with this, mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds, um, started a, started a, a mental health foundation, yeah. um, called Thalias and they work with, um, uh, operation mend out of UCLA right now. Operation mend is a military, um, military based, um, healing kind of mental mm-hmm. healing and mental or mental illness focus. Um, and, it started back, uh, I want to say in the forties or fifties, um, I want to say in the fifties, um, for, um, and, and it focused on Hollywood. It focused on actors. And during those times, like that's when actors started to become social icons and, yeah. you know, the yeah. famous stories, I can't remember who, uh, pulled the bow and arrow out on paparazzi back in the day, uh, <laughs> but shot a shot a paparazzo yeah. with an arrow. Um, I can't remember who that was. Um, yeah. but that's when those kind of things started out and, and actresses and actors started to like try to figure out how to balance this new life that is now being televised and now is being paid attention to, uh, more than just being on being an actor and actress and, and, and just being like, you know, just glamorous all the time, yeah. just glamor. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that was the thing of Hollywood in the forties and the fifties, right? It was just, yeah. The glamour, yeah, the, gl- yeah. the glamour, you know, you and, know. and of course, Debbie Reynolds with her, with her epic career, oh. Oh, um, yeah. singing in the rain, like, you know, you've got Char- she was Charlotte yeah, in Charlotte's web. Yes, right? she was Charlotte and Charlotte's mm-hmm. web. And so yep. both of these people have influenced, possibly have probably influenced you and your entertainment, um, mm-hmm. for m- much more than you really know. Um, yeah. and so if you haven't already, you know, and I'm, I've, I've done this myself for the past few days, honestly, was just started to dive in a little bit more and start to look up. It was like, and that's when I was, I was, I was actually surprised. I did not know she was Charlotte and Charlotte's web until a couple of yeah. days ago. I didn't, you know, just uh, not something I knew. And you know, you think about that and you're still, like, man, her, like that, her, that, her voice performance yeah. is, is I remember as a child, I watched that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And even as an adult, um, a 43 year old, you know, man with a beard, um, <laughs> Charlotte's Web, the animated Charlotte's Web still chokes me up. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with the um, the I mean, Debbie Reynolds, you know, and it, it's tough to talk about Carrie passing without mentioning Debbie Reynolds passing. I mean, talk about just double like, I mean, wow, it, it's, you it's, know, and yeah, I can't imagine mo- the pain that, yeah. that she would that Debbie was already going through. It was a mother daughter relationship that was very tight uh, and and a very, very, very very unique. And, and, you know, Debbie's, you know, uh, pursuit of for mental health. Uh, Carrie, um, let's let's be very. Oh, I want to finish the Charlotte Swift thing Um, is, you know, Debbie Reynolds voice work in that is what is what is what melts my heart is like, you know, when she tells Wilbur, you know, oh, Wilbur, you know, I mean, like this. You know, as Charlotte is passing away. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Wilbur's like, oh, I want you to stay. And, you know, she's like, oh, but, you know, this is natural and a part of life. Right, and she's yeah. just so reassuring. He's like, oh, yeah. you know, you're like, you're just breaking your heart. Is your, is not your a one. dry yeah. eye. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No yeah. The kid um, to, a, no. to grandma. Like, there's no oh, dry man. eyes during every, this time. Every, everybody's just a mess uh, <laughs> watching watching Charlotte's Web. Um, it, it makes Joanna cry as well too oh, every time. Yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah, her and I watched a long ago, and she's just like, "Oh, why are we doing this?" You know, and I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know, <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> just you know, <laughs> just snot coming out of the nose and everything. <laughs> uh, but you know, Debbie Reynolds, you know, uh, and her her work from from mental health, and as much as we love Carrie Fisher, and we will always love Carrie Fisher, yeah. Um, I, we, we need to be very transparent and because she was very transparent about her own life yeah, as well yeah. too, is that she didn't do herself a lot of favors when she was younger. No, uh, she was very open about her alcohol abuse, her, her drug abuse. Uh, she was very open later in life that pretty much for most of, uh, the empire strikes back, yeah. she was on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you watch the ill fated star Wars holiday special, which I do have, by the way, uh, <laughs> she is visibly intoxicated during that. Yeah. She is slurring her speech. She's leaning on things uh, to, to keep her balance. Yeah. And uh, again, we're, we're not saying this to uh, slander her. She openly said, yeah, I was hammered pretty much most of the time. Well, she was, um, she, it, it just talks about again, reflecting on a person who not only recognized what she went through and what she, what she, mm-hmm what she brought to the table back then and said, Hey, like this wasn't right. Like this is not the way to do things. And I did it this way. I screwed up. Let me tell you my story. That way you don't make those mistakes. And she was untreated bipolar for a long time. And, and a lot of her, uh, was self-medication through alcohol and and drugs and things like that. Yeah. And so, um, again, I mean, we, we don't want to, you know, stomp on someone when they're down because we love Carrie so much. Of course not. That, I, I don't think, I don't um, think that's, I no. really shouldn't think that's being interpreted that way. I mean, you can tell us if, otherwise, if it, but, but it's yeah. not, you know, it's, it's not at all. Yeah. Where and, we're at. and, um, you know, a lot of the, the decisions and choices that she made when, when she was younger, it's, it's easy to see that, um, it, it was, it was a stress on her heart, yeah. um, later in life. I agree a hundred percent, um, that, you know, Princess Leia aside, um, 
the fact that she was so open uh, about her battle with bipolar, about her battles with yeah. alcohol and, and drugs. She had a, I don't know if it's still available or not, um, but if you have HBO now or HBO go either one, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> one you pay your cable company for the other one, you pay them directly. Same yeah. thing. Um, she had a one hour sort of kind of stand up thing. Um, I don't know if it's still on there. My guess is or HBO is probably going to put it back up. I would assume. I encourage everyone to watch that. It, it's heavily edited. It was about a two hour uh, show, I think, on the stage and they, they edit it down to an hour, but it's edited very, very nicely. Yeah. And wow, you just watch her and you're like, what a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking physical appearance. No. A, a woman who, um, you know, lives her life in the, the spotlight, Hollywood royalty, dealing with a dad who wasn't always the most faithful and, you know, being thrust into this franchise that she never thought would ever be what it was. Yeah. Having this sort of love hate relationship with George Lucas, having this love hate relationship with Star Wars fans. But yeah. then just throwing her arms around us nerds and saying, you love me. I love you right back. Yeah. And, but more importantly, like you said, and echoing that these are the mistakes that I made and I don't want anyone else to make those mistakes. And just being so open and just saying, you know what? I've been through electroshock therapy and I have, I have, you know, and it helped me. And, um, that takes a lot of courage to just lay yourself out like that. She was a very open uh, individual about, um, and when it, mental illness and, and, uh, being by going through bipolar, um, mm-hmm. OCD, um, that goes sometimes yes. right along yes. with that. It's yeah. nothing, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's a thing that's very easily dismissed and it's a very easily, um, taken for granted, um, in a, in a way that's, you know, if you, if you are, if you know somebody with this, mm-hmm. um, with, with these, with the parts of them that chemically, you know, just like a broken leg, you know, um, you go to the doctor, you get, you get medicine, you get it, you get it set right with a broken leg. It's, it's a broken leg in your brain. And a lot of people don't really understand what that means on a daily day to day basis. And, and it doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't no. mean that you're, you're just, you have a part of your body that's, and it's your mind. Right. And that's, and that's where the stigma and it's not lies. working right. And because it's not no one can right. see it. And that's what, and yeah. that's what, that's what a lot of people have a problem with is like, well, I can't see your still. I can't see the fact that you're sick. I can't tech check a temperature, you know, and see yeah. that you have a fever. I can't see that you have a broken arm. It doesn't work that way. And, and so people who don't, go through those experiences a lot of times have um, the least amount of patience for those. And I think Carrie did a really, or, or empathy, no they empathy. Just, they, they, it's they, just yeah. not understood. And I think mm-hmm. Carrie did a really good job in terms of exposing those parts of her life that a lot of people would say, I don't want anybody to know this about me um, because it makes me seem you know, weak or, or the stigma there. And she came out and said, if you are bipolar, if you have OCD, if you are depressed, shout it from the rooftops because you are brave and and you walk through Mm -hmm. a life that you walk through a day-to-day life that almost no one can understand and that no one can, can wrap their head around. Um, because 
their brain is, is not working the way that yours does. And yeah. if you go yeah. through those in your life, one, I hope, you know, if, if, I'm, if you're listening to that, if you have an undiagnosed illness or if you have a diagnosed illness, it, it, be you know you want you can walk strong in those in those moments because you're not alone <laughs> you're not you're not forgotten and you've got yeah. you had a and, the, and again carrie was just an advocate um advocate for for that and for living with that and saying hey like you know we've got to deal with our own stuff and it's it's never pretty um and it's on the inside and no one else can see it and that's what kind of makes it hard um yeah but yeah. she uh, you know i i loved you know, she, um, if you look honestly, like go look at her Twitter profile, if just read her tweets, <laughs> um, she talks in emoji. Um, she, her she, and that dog of hers, Gary, man, dude. they were in Gary yeah, is so Christmas. cool. Uh, that dog yeah. with that, just look up some of those photos with that tongue hanging out of his <laughs> mouth, like yeah. his poor tongue. He had no teeth. And so it was just tongue. It's just hanging out of his mouth the entire time. <laughs> um, but her and Gary, that was her therapy dog. Um, yeah. And, she, every, you know, she took Gary everywhere, every, every place, everywhere mm-hmm. that she went. She she took Gary because that's that was her family. That was her. And if, if you were going to get a selfie with with Carrie, which she was very open to, she was very open to fans, you know, yeah. taking pictures with fans. She told she said Gary's in the picture. Gary's in the picture. And, duh. Gary you is picture the profile Carrie, photo of her Twitter profile, by the way. It's yeah. not her. It's not a yeah. face of her. It's Gary. It's Gary. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think it's I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, we, you mentioned a couple of, uh, you know, other works of, of art that Carrie did outside yeah. of star Wars. Uh, there's a couple that I want to mention yeah, as well man. too, yeah. because again, it's not just star Wars, uh, the burbs, of course, um, hands down. Love that movie. <laughs> so yeah. Fun. She's great. She's great in that. Uh, though if you, if you were to like dive into her IMDB or Wikipedia page, um, You'll start to see that, you know, really after Return of the Jedi, there were a couple of big roles. I mean, obviously the Burbs right, was in yeah, there yeah. Uh, when uh, the when Harry met Sally. Yeah. But then you start to kind of just uh, uh, there's the other one um, with Phoebe Cates, uh, Drop Dead Fred. Right. Um, but, you know, after that, she her it, it kind of starts to, to dip. And I, I think it's easy to look at that and just go, oh, boy, that star faded. Not even close. She was shifting gears. She was yeah. going to more writing scripts, books, things like that. She did a but lot of punch ups. With- she actually did a punch yes. up on a few scripts. And oh. I was looking for those. Yep. Uh, because she did quite a bit of editing inside of some scripts. Um, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles in '93. Yep. Um, she actually she wrote had a big hand in that yeah. one. Yeah. She uh, wrote a few episodes of Roseanne, which is why she was a part of Roseanne's mm-hmm. roast. Um. Where else did I see this? Uh, she wrote Sister Act too, by the way. Whoopi Goldberg's yes, probably Sister one Act. of her biggest movies. She yep. wrote Sister Act. Yep. Yeah. But if we're going to so, talk just, you know, kind of film, um, there's there's a couple roles that she had. Very, very small. But when you look at the nerdery of, yeah. around both films, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, the first one is her, her very brief cameo as a therapist in Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um when when you when knowing Mike Myers, there's a reason why there's so many Star Wars references in the Austin Powers movies is because he freaking loves Star Wars. Yeah, there's a reason why yeah. the Death Star, right? Yeah, yeah. And and all that. Uh her I mean, you talk about a brief cameo. I mean, it's like blink and you almost miss it, but she's so, like you don't even you didn't even know she was going to be in the movie. Right. Yeah. 
they just go to the therapy with, you know, Dr. Evil and Scott Evil and there's Carrie Fisher. And you're like, whoa, it's Carrie <laughs> Fisher, right? Yeah. Very cool. Uh, the other one, um, because um, this this man is an epic Star Wars fan and along with me defends the prequels to the bloody, bloody death. Kevin Smith. Um, yeah. Him and I just we lock arms and fight the good fight for the prequels. <laughs> Uh, the her role is a nun. That's in right. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Um, again, a, a, a brief cameo. Uh, we're going to keep it PG rated. But the uh, if we're well, anything George, about <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob, there's Jay nothing Silent, in there that. Oh my gosh, that, Ryan! That's a movie that I could watch right now, and I will bust a gut laughing every <laughs> flipping time. I love Jay and Silent Bob. I just love Kevin Smith. I love that guy. He's a fellow unreasonable fanboy when it comes to Star Wars. So, yeah. but the the fact that that he loves uh, Star Wars so much and loves Carrie Fisher yeah. that he was able to get her for this small role, he even still talks about. He's like, "Dude, I had Carrie Fisher in one of my movies." I mean, it's yeah, just man. like uh, I just and it also just showed that that she had this very self depreciating side of her that was like. You want me to play a nun and this happens? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And again, if you've seen Jay and Silent Bob, you know exactly what we're talking about. Very funny scene. But, um, I, I first, you know, like I said, she's had other great roles where, you know, she's been a, a, a major player in the movies. Yeah. But there's just something about those two small cameos where you're just like, man, you're really seeing a side of Carrie that was very like, yeah, I know that. why you... I know you why you want me in this movie. Yeah. Okay. It's a little wink wink and a nod nod to the nerds and I'm cool with that. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. You know. Well even Mark Hamill has a great cameo in in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He's the yeah. villain at the end of the movie, you know. Um but yeah, the, those two and then there was another one too that maybe because I like horror movies that kind of gets overlooked. Um she had a role in Scream Three. Yeah, yeah, again, Scream there, Three. There wasn't, yeah. yeah, there was, there wasn't very big, but um, again, it was like one of those things. You're like, whoa, Carrie Fisher, she's in Scream Three. Yeah. This is cool. Out of nowhere, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, here she was that you know she didn't have to do a movie like Scream Three. You know, yeah. she didn't have to do a cameo in Austin Powers or Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, she didn't have to, but she chose to do it. She was like, yeah, yeah, that that's fun. I want to do that. I almost almost and forgot that she uh, she worked on the script of Hook. I, I, that's something that that's right. Um, yeah, and she's uncredited. Ugh. I'm looking at some of the stuff right now, and I'm just like, that's right. Like yeah. she was she was in mm-hmm. Hook. She actually is uncredited in. She was actually in Hook, um, but they didn't ever really focus on her. She was a woman kissing on the bridge. On the bridge. That's and, right. And, that's um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm trying to remember when that part was, but. I remember, but anyway, but she did, um, she actually worked on that script, um, as well. And so, yeah, just someone, yeah, just, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's been a heavy week, um, thinking about that and, and processing that as fans and it's, um, you know, and, and we're all, we're all kind of in that same boat together, you know, um, we're all, we're all in that, uh, remembrance stage and, and, and Mm -hmm. remembering, of course, celebrating like what a life and, and what a, what a, what a character of a person that she, uh, that she really kind of showed us all that showed us as fans. And well, you know, right. I'm gonna, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, uh, 
you're you're hundred percent correct. I think from from my perspective too is that you know I'm I'm forty three. Yeah. Uh, I'm not ancient by any means, <laughs> but it but it's sort of this realization that's setting in for me, Ryan, is that um, the the generation of and and let's let's put a footnote here. I think every reasonable is listening to this show. Our world does not revolve around celebrities. Yeah. Okay, it just it the, in the real world they don't. Yeah. Exactly. That being said, there there are certain ones, not only just because of the character they portrayed. Yeah. But who they were as individuals and people. Yeah. Speak to us. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a celebrity. Uh, you know, on like you mentioned earlier, Saucy Riffs, Tasty Licks. We it, it's a it's a hard rock and a metal show, though. We we dabble in in other things. We did an entire show tributing, you know, to, to Prince. Yeah, man. I loved Prince as an artist. I think he was a cool dude. I think he's kind of kind of a strange guy. Um, but Kevin Smith's stories about Prince, um, are some of the best stories about Prince I think I've yeah, ever heard. Prince's music, uh, is a part of my youth just as much as like a Metallica or a Motley Crue or a Kiss or yeah. any of these other hard rock and metal bands. Prince was just right there with it. But I think from, from my perspective is that, you know, is I'm reaching, you know, sort of the quote unquote midlife, whatever that is. Yeah. That a lot of these folks that, that were, you know, young when I was much younger, they're going to start to move on. Yeah. They're going to, they're, they're going to pass away. Yeah. And I think the, the two that have really, you know, affected me the most, it was, you know, Leonard Nimoy, you know, passing away. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen Star Trek Beyond, um, wow. You know, I mean, I, I love Star Trek Beyond. I, I know a lot of people kind of snickered at it. It's a great Star Trek movie. It really is. The trailers did not portray that movie <laughs> accurately by any means. <laughs> yeah, you got, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was not a it was not a, you know, balls to the wall action film like the trailers showed. It was very much very similar to the core aspects of what Star Trek is. Yeah. But, you know, the scene where I don't, I don't know if you've seen it or not. I have. Yeah. But, uh, OK. You know, where Zachary Quinto, who plays an outstanding Spock. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So dude, good. He, he looks like a young Leonard Nimoy. He really it's, does. I, I just, they really do. Well, they you know, they kind of they, they, they bump him dude, up a his, little bit with that. Dude, his makeup, Spock, yeah. Yeah. So man, dude, his Spock just leaves me just like this. This dude gets it. Yep. Um, but, you know, when he's handed the the. The, the tablet thing that shows that ambassador Spock had passed, passed away, yeah. you know, and that was star Trek's way of saying goodbye. Uh, I just, you know, it was on sale this week on iTunes. I bought it was 10 bucks. I'm like, of course I'm going to buy star Trek beyond, but I saw it in the theater as well too. That part that just got to me because yeah. that was Leonard Nimoy. You know, he wasn't just Spock, but he just, he, him and Zachary Quinto had developed this very incredible friendship with each other. And you can see the sorrow yeah. Not on Spock's face, yep. but on Zachary yep. Kinto's face. Yep. Right. Yeah. In that scene. And Leonard's, you know, passing, you know, that hurt. It hurt me because I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He played an iconic character, but he just was so much, you know, he was just, he, at least unless he was just pulling the wool over everyone's eyes, just seemed like a really great guy. Yeah. Really genuine. That, that went genuine, that learned to embrace Spock and was like, 
I love these people who love me. Yeah. And I, I just want to give that love back. And you saw that with Carrie. Yeah. And and so I guess it's just sort of this kind of, you know, not to bring the show to a to a downer, but it's that no. it's that mortality side where you're just like, wow, you know, the the pop culture heroes of my youth, you know, time is marching on. Yeah for them. And I think the important thing is, is not just remembering Carrie Fisher as princess Leia, but just remembering her as a flawed person who learned uh, to cope with the mental illness that she had. And she, she found a groove Mm -hmm. that worked for her and she worked tirelessly to support and encourage those who had the same affliction that she had. But at the same time, learn to love the fans who loved her. Yeah. And it was okay to self-depreciate and and <laughs> get a good laugh over it. Yeah. And um, you know, Carrie, we're we're gonna miss you. Yeah. Um, Reasonableness, I encourage you, um, as painful as it may be, fire up a Star Wars film or the Burbs or Hook, even though she's only in it briefly, or when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Rewatch that clip from Austin Powers or Jay and Silent Bob or whatever. And um, or pick up any number of her books. You will not be disappointed. You will you'll bust a gut laughing. I guarantee it because I've read a lot of them. But you're also going to be like, whoa, this is some heavy stuff. And this woman just lays herself out and and just didn't really care what you thought about her. That's right. So, Carrie, we're going to miss you. Yeah. All right, man. Let's end on a let's end on a on a high note. <laughs> How much time we got left? We're we're about it. Are we about it? Yeah, man. All right. That's okay though. Well, I mean, honestly, like this show, <sighs> when we got together, when you when I when you I text we talked before the show. So when play, you text me, anything, this, play, that was just like anything, play Star Wars Battlefront and play as Leia. Yeah, you'll you'll kick a, you'll kick a lot of ass with Leia. <laughs> you really will. You will, dude. She's uh, yeah, she's pretty badass in that game. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I mean it was just kind of like one of those things where, you know, uh, this all kind of went down, and it's just you know on on Tuesday, and and we just kind of just like sat back for a second and got to sat you know got to sit back for a few days and just kind of think. Um, just about the impact that, that she's had on, that had on us and had on me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, a lot, uh, for the, for the, um, the amount of time that she was able to, in, uh, imprint on our life and imprint on my life. And, and I'm sure a lot of, um, a lot of our, a lot of you guys, if you listen that, uh, that she made an impact on your life, no matter what, I'm sure she did. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm with John on that one. Like just go find some, go find some of her books, um, rewatch, uh, rewatch a few episodes of star Wars. Um, and you know, remember well and, and, uh, take care of yourself. And I think that's one of her, one of her biggest missions was to make sure that people were taking care of themselves. So I think it would be remiss to make sure that I, if I mention anything, it's, um, take care of yourself and, and learn from, learn from others, but, but really make sure that you are getting taken care of. Absolutely. Cool. You can't add anything more to that, man. It's okay. You know, this show, this show is kind of, it, it fits in its own pocket. I think it's not, it does. it's not a, it does. it's not a, it's not just our, you know, jam packed slap happy hour. Um, but it's, no. it fits in its own pocket. We'll, we'll be, we'll be back on the next one. Yeah. Slap happy <laughs> and jam packed. <laughs> but this is our tribute to, to Carrie yes. and it's our tribute to her memory. And I think, uh, you know, that I've said what I think I can't say anymore. <laughs> well, you know, uh, 
you know, we hope that, you know, everyone had a great Christmas. Yeah. Uh, this is our, this is our last show before the new year. Yeah. We, we genuinely hope that, uh, you know, that you're safe. Number one, this weekend, uh, please be safe. Yeah. That's on new, new year's, year's weekend. weekend. Like, oof. And, uh, if we were to ask anything of 2017, just, you know, and there was a lot of good things that happened in 2016. There was a lot of good. We will ask 2017, be a little easier. Yeah, on lighten us. up just a little. Just be a little easier Light, on us. Lighten All up. Right? We've got a lot of good yeah. movies starting in 2017, though. There's a lot of good stuff for <laughs> there is, at least, know, you know, right? kind of the way we've been looking forward to. And and Ryan, <laughs> for God's sake, would you go see Rogue One? <laughs> I will already? see Rogue One before okay. 2017. <laughs> I promise you. By the way, hey, all right. So you know, it, uh, what, a couple last thoughts. I know I don't want to drag this out. Rogue One has now uh, reached in three weeks six hundred and sixty million dollars worldwide. That's that's nothing. Uh, that's nothing to snub at. Man, and do I love seeing Star Wars marching on and marching <laughs> over everything? So I, I. I may be treading on some thin ice with you on this oh, one. Good. What are you going to say now? Take that, wizards. <laughs> Jedi's rule. <laughs> okay. Maybe that okay, little fantastic to, beast. Now you need to slow down a little bit. Maybe cause... that cute little fantastic beast movie maybe shouldn't have come out at the same time, but oh, that's all I'm saying. I love you <laughs> Harry Potter fans, but Jedi's rule, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna ask you to stop and, talking, but <laughs> there's there's only one king in fantasy, guys. And he don't he don't throw a wand around. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I I tease. I tease. You do. I cool do. man. But, well, but I don't. No. <laughs> but dude, that that's amazing though. I mean, really, really for is. for a Star Wars film that is not, uh, you know, your traditional Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know, uh, in terms of the Skywalker storyline and things like that. It was um, almost wow. like a filler. And, you know, it's not to and not to downplay the film at all, but it was almost like a filler film. Um, and but it was because it wasn't a new story. And that was, I think, a lot. Yeah. Like, the, you know, you could you can almost see like a worry in there of like, OK, well, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of careful ground here to walk. Right. You know, there's yeah. a lot of this is where things could we we could send everything off the yeah, rails. We could we could do one of two things. One. Either it'll fit right <laughs> in the groove, either if it's right in the groove right. or it will start to blow polarize. up like the Death Star. <laughs> just <laughs> just polarize all of our fans. Um, and the reception again, I, uh, uh, as of this recording, I haven't seen it, but, um, but as of, as of what I've been witnessing online about it, like it, it looks like it just kind of fell right into place. It was exactly what it needed to be. And, um, I'm excited to see it. All, all I can say is how do I want to, cause I want to whet your appetite. All I can say is Vader (laughs) rebel soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It, it answers, I am excited. It, it answers it answers the question why Vader is so agitated at the start of episode four. Like, <laughs> really? Really? This is what I gotta come out and do right now? It answers that question. All right. Like, Good. Yeah. Right. Do you see Good. why he's you see why he's a little Mr. Fussy Bridges <laughs> in the start of episode four? <laughs> Darth Vader, also known as <laughs> yeah. Mr. Fussy Bridges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. 
so yeah, okay. So we, the, we're we're gonna call it here, guys. Um, yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, be safe. Have fun, Ryan. Where can everyone reach us at if they want to? You know, because what I would love to hear is what what are reasonable as favorite. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be Star Wars, but just yeah. your own personal memory of Carrie Fisher, your own little tribute yeah, to man. Carrie Fisher. Me, how, how can they, how can they get reasonable fanboys uh, to know what's going on in their minds? Well, uh, you can, you can reach us of one of a, a million ways, of course. Um, you know, we were on the, we're on the socials of the medias. Um, reasonable fanboys uh, at gmail.com is our email. Um, and the Twitter account, RFBPC, you can find us there. Uh, we're also on the Facebook as well. Um, Facebook.com slash reasonable fanboys. Um, and I tell you, I'm, I, I was able to, uh, we got a bit of fan mail, um, over the last, uh, over the last holiday week. Um, shout save it for the next episode. Yeah. Save it for the next yeah. episode. I was, I was excited to read the email. I was able to even write quite a bit of response to him. Um, but thank you, Greg nice. for, for writing in. And uh, yes. uh, we'll talk about Mr. it. Mr. Greg Grothy, who has also wrote to Saucy Rips. I know, man. What a, yeah, man. A, yeah, I know. He's our biggest fan, that, that Greg Grothy. Writing emails. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, reasonableFanboys at gmail.com. You can reach us there. Um, I'm I'm always more than happy to the, to have a great conversation. I know uh, after the last episode, we, we talked about Star Wars, had a great conversation on Twitter with a couple of dudes. Um, mm-hmm. You did, who, yeah. <laughs> who, were, who were having a lot of fun with... Uh, uh, calling you an unreasonable fanboy, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, boy! I'm gonna have to go. Okay, because I, I, yeah. So again, that's it's your no Star secret. Wars. I, that's about your Star Wars love, yeah, and that's okay. You are a little hey. unreasonably fanboyish. I, I wear that with honor. I know that's okay. I do. I don't make apologies <laughs> for that. I am, I am reasonable on just about everything, but by golly, golly. <laughs> You start pushing those buttons, pal, and we're it's it's on. <laughs> now nah, I I wear that, awesome. uh, but yeah. So uh, I it, I I want to give a a New Year's resolution oh, okay. that uh, I am going to because I kind of leave you know Twitter up to you. I I do read I do go to our Twitter feed quite a bit, yeah, and um I I also work the uh, the Facebook page for Saucy Riffs. Um, and, you know, Ryan is very due to and the Twitter page for that one as well, too. But Ryan is dutifully said, you know, I, I got this one covered for this. Uh, but you're, you're going to hear a little bit more from me yeah. on on Twitter yeah. in 2017 for reasonable fanboys. So if you're talking to someone on reasonable fanboys, you're you're talking to Ryan. Yeah, typically. Um, yeah. And I, and about, I, I think I make that more about obvious. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time you're you're talking to Ryan. Yeah, and and, um, but I, th- I think I make that obvious if people want to if you're yeah. you're talking to me more often more often than not. So you do get my side of things uh, more often than anything else. Uh, but, uh, you know, but at the same time, you know, uh, I know John's jump. I know John's will be jumping in uh, to to these conversations and uh, you'll get to hear both sides yes. of both sides are reasonable because it's not just me um, and my all my opinions matter. <laughs> <You know>? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> right now, it yeah, is. the only the only thing that matters is is Ryan's opinion. Now. <laughs> you, you will you will hear more from me, uh, definitely, um, because genuinely i i and and i i catch the twitter feed it's not like i am not a part of it yeah, i'm i'm seeing what's going on there but yeah i i you know we we want to we want to communicate fully with you guys so we're there so you can uh, reach I'm, us i'm gonna there. dig through I'm, yeah i'm gonna dig through some of that tonight i want to hear about how unreasonable no it was i think it was just a, i think it was just a like just one little comment from from a I'm from a fan me. 
Um, Ronnie actually is who was who started that. And there's another uh, had a great conversation with a uh, uh, I don't I don't know if his name is Norm or not, but his his handle Uh is his handle has Norm in it. So. Um, but man, I just, I appreciate, honestly, one, I appreciate everyone that listens. You don't have to comment or talk to us over if you don't want to just listen. Uh, but those that do, I really appreciate you guys reaching out, um, continuing the conversation after, after we stop rambling, you know, in your eardrum for a couple hours. Um, cause we just, (laughs) we love talking about it. We love doing it. That's why, that's why we're here. We do, man. We do. All right, man. All right, dude, let's, let's call it, man. Let's call it. I am John Lemmings. (laughs) I am Ryan. Have a great night. Good night.